Mitch, the Sixers made a statement, bro. They did. They definitely made a statement. We'll, we'll talk about that statement and more next on Lock on 76. You are Locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Mitch, well, first of all, I'd like to let y'all know I'm Keith Pompey, one of the co-hosts of Locked On 76ers, and you're looking at my man to the to the side of me, John Mitchell, the extraordinaire, the Mr. Knowledgeable, knows everything about basketball. There you go. There you go, John Mitchell. Now, he knows that we saw a statement game last yeah. night. That was a, a, a major statement by the 76ers. And here again, Mitch, the Sixers almost blew it. <laughs> Things got a little shaky towards the end. But when you look at it and you see how the Sixers were supposed to be a team that's not quite rebuilding, but a team that no one knew how good they were going to be, Right. When you look at Boston, supposed to be the team that's going to come out of the East, and the Sixers were at best the third best team. For them to win this game and for them to shut down Jason Tatum and Jaden Brown for the most part, right, this is a major statement to me. No, I agree. I mean, you know, they, they, they shut those guys down. They held them – to a combined 10 for 27 from the field. They held them well under their, their scoring averages. Uh, and, and they didn't get killed on the wings, which is some place where the Sixers had – that's been their weakness. Let's, let's be honest. That's been their weakness defensively. Teams with strong wings have been a problem for them. And that team probably has the best set of wings in the Eastern Conference for, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a statement game, you know, for, as far as NBA statement games go, you can look at it as being one out of 82, but it was a game that I think had the 76ers lost that game, a lot of the momentum that they have been building in the early part of the season. I mean, you, you know how fans can be. It's like, well, you beat, you know, you beat the teams you were supposed to beat. That's what, you know, good teams do. Uh, then you went up against an, a Boston team was coming off of a loss you know, which was another, which is more impetus for them to be, you know, more prepared to play the 76ers. And, and, and they went out there and they, and, and they, they the, the bench looked better. They got more from their bench. They started to show some signs there. I, I like the energy I saw from Patrick Beverly. And, uh, but most importantly, man, they, um they, they held a team that's averaging 120 points, about close to 20 points below their average. So that's just, all, all those things are good. Nothing but good things coming out of that game. 
Yeah, I agree. Nothing but good things. I mean, like we talked about the uh, the debt. We talked about, um, you know, here's the thing. In, in big games, you want big players to step up, right? Right. So, and, and, and so, you know, you look at it, you know, we talk about uh, Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, like that's a given. You know, Tobias Harris right now, you know, we expect him to have 17 points and, and right. nine rebounds, right? right? But what I'm talking about is guys like Nick Batum. Now, you know, he had five points, but he was two for three shooting, uh, one for two on threes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had a block. Now, the thing is about that is he messed his hand up pretty bad. He ran into the locker room yeah. in the, late in the second quarter, got it evaluated, taped up in the second, I mean, halftime. And brother man came back out and did business. You look at Paul Reed, a guy who struggled a little bit early on in the season. You know, he had eight points uh, subbing in for D, um, for for uh, MB, eight points from four for five shooting. You know, Patrick Beverly was a defensive terror. He had four assists in his 14 minutes. So to me, when we talk about that, it was deep. And then here's the thing that you got to, he loved Nick Nurse. He put Furkan in there. Furkan probably had his worst game. He did have his worst game of the season. All he needed to see was three minutes and was like, yo, this moment might be too big for mm-hmm. me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and so that's the thing that he did. But, you know, you look at it. You know, we talked about is a given with Joel Embiid and, and Tyrese Maxey. But then you look at Joel, like, again, 27 points, 10 rebounds, four blocks. Now, he did have six turnovers, mm-hmm. but he did something. Now, here's something else now. Joel Embiid is the first 76er to average 30 points and 10 boards through seven games since Hall of Famer, who went to your high school, Wilt Chamberlain. That's right. In 19, yeah. six, what is it, 1965, 66. That's I mean, that's cray-cray. That's, that's, yeah, that's close to 60 years. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what is in the water? Why y'all got so many, like, nice basketball players in West Philly? But, huh? Man, you know, it's... It's uh, it's, it's during that that stretch from the fifties through the early eighties, man. We it was just a fertile place for basketball players. I remember exactly. Overbrook West Philly games. Yeah, yeah, used to win all the chips. West Philly and Overbrook back yeah. in the day. national yeah. chips. Yeah, back in the day, the, the, the world, the Power yeah. Memorials. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm only joking. We could talk about this forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying who cares because I didn't live, I ain't grow up there. Although my people from the bottom, shout out to the bottom, that that's not the bottom anymore, but it used to be the bottom, right? (laughs) So, so, so anyway, but like, but nah, like that's a major feat when you talk about what Joel did and and you keep, you keep, you keep, um, how should I say it? It seems like every week Joel is doing something like for the first time since Wilt. Yeah. The first time since, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, it's becoming a weekly thing, like Joel Embiid and Wilt Chamberlain. You it's, know what I mean? And it's, it's you know, whenever you hear your name mentioned alongside Wilt, you know you've done something spectacular. It's, and, uh, and and the thing I'm noticing about Joel is that he's not, the first time in a while, it looks like he's not having to play himself into shape and into condition. You know, he looks like he came ready to play from the start 
And um, I, I think I think he's happy. I mean, you're around him more than anybody, Keith. He's probably happier with the way things are right now. Uh, I, I think he, um, you know, and, and they still run that pick and roll for him. You know, Tyrese Maxey, it's not as prevalent as it was. But I, I, I think he's a happier person right now. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He has to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has to be. And look, man, but one thing I want to talk to you about is what does this victory mean for the Sixers? Again, game seven, we both said it was a statement, right? Mm-hmm. But it was it's game seven. But let's talk about when we get right back, what does this victory mean? Mm-hmm. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out um, for us in this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week, right? Uh, Pick one player from Josh's lineup that you might know more about and create this enthusiastic thing. So look, I'm going to pick Dylan Brooks. Right, y'all need to check out Dylan Brooks. Like Dylan Brooks, his shooting is not slick, but Ime Adoka is pumping out a lot of minutes into him. He is getting steals and he is playing his role excellently. So I'm telling y'all, y'all need to try to do something with him. Why? Josh Lord from um, Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win fantasy championship in e- eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle, right? So if you have any personal experience about buying a a part of your car from eBay, mention it here. What's your dream lot? You know, what's your uh, memory in the car you love? Like mine, memory in the car I love is the car that I just got, right? (laughs) Like, you know, it's just that, you get in the thing and it runs. Like, no, nah, I'm just messing. Amen. But, <laughs> but nah, nah, but like real rap. Like, you know what? I was one of those dudes who used to always like getting like classic cars, right? I would get a car and I would hold on until the wheels fell off, right? But then yeah. what happened is I went to eBay Motors and people was like, look, man, you gotta come on, bro. Like Set the game you gotta up. stop this. Like, mom is like, yo, you coming over the house. We can hear you. We open up the door. You're around the corner. So Keith guess turn, what? Keith's turning the corner. Here come Keith. Here come Keith. Right? Neighbors like, hi, Keith. I roll on the block. Everybody waving. But so look, so I went to eBay Motors. I got myself a brand new car. I loved it. You know, everything was cool. Everything was was straight. And and now it's kind of sort of like, I still got the hoopty though. I still like the hoopty. And I drive it from time to time. But is nothing like having a reliable car. And I got mine from eBay Motors. And guess what? Y'all can do the same too. With over 120, um, uh, 22 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. eBay Motors has brake kits, has all types of things. So I'm telling y'all, go there today and do what you got to do. Get rid of that hoopty. Get rid of that hoop. <laughs> Not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Mitch, when we talk about this victory and we talk about what Tyrese Maxey did, we talked about what Joel did, we talked about the bench. But when you look at this, 
the Sixers played two players and they played um, Nicholas Batum 26 minutes and Robert Covington 15 minutes. We're talking about two guys who got quality minutes who they just picked up. Mm-hmm. They they just got rid of James Harden. They, they got, the coach doesn't even know his rotation yet. Right. So what does this victory say about the Sixers moving forward? You know, I think um, it's it's the person who sent another great statement was Tyrese Maxey. I know he shot the ball 27 times and his shooting percentage wasn't all that good. But the fact that he was able to remain aggressive when they needed him to be aggressive and he was able to stay aggressive, particularly in the fourth quarter when he kept hitting all those floaters, you know. So it uh, it, it, it's, it's what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? It's, it, I think it means more for them in the sense that they're saying, you know, you know, we're, we're taking an eraser and we're erasing the bad taste, you know, the, the bad memories of all the drama that we had during the offseason. You know, we, um, you know, and, and if you look at the Clippers, they're struggling right now. You know, getting, you know, with the Sixers getting rid of James Harden and trading him off to the Clippers, he got his wish. And the Clippers are, if, if you just compare the two teams, the, the, the Sixers have hit the ground running and, they're, they're, they're in sync, and they're trying to it, – it's almost a little bit like the Philadelphia Eagles. You know how the Eagles have been – they've looked good, and they have um, they still say they haven't played their best game yet, but they're trying to figure it all out. But I think that's what the 76ers are in a sense. I think that they they know that they had their two anchors. You know, I, I think we can go ahead and, and stamp um, – put the stamp of approval on Tyrese Maxey moving forward. You know, we had uh, nine, ten rebounds last night, two block shots. So, um, and and he had it against his nemesis. You know, he struggles against Boston, mm-hmm. and and you chronicled his struggles well. So, um, is it is it this season is always going to be about the playoffs and getting you know to the to the to the conference finals, you know? And I I just feel. I just look at the 76ers and I, I know that they have removed a, a hall of famer from the roster, but you know, sometimes you, you, you add by subtracting and That's what I think they are. I, I think they're the attitude is better around the team and they're just deeper than they were last year. So I, I think now, now I could, we, they could go to Detroit and lay an egg. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. And I don't think that it will. But um, no, I, it's it's a it's a statement game in that locker room more so than it is in the public because if they had lost, the conversation would have been around again. You know, oh, you beat these bum teams you're supposed to beat, but you're same old Sixers, uh, and and they beat a team that you know some of your colleagues are already anointing as the NBA champion. But they, they did that last year as well, so. Yeah, but I'm I'm one of the dudes who said it too. So I mean, I thought they were the NBA champions. I did. I mean, I know they lost a lot of depth, but you look at that, you look at that uh, starting lineup, right? Yeah. You look at, um, you know, I think one through six. I think one through six, they have the best players in the league. Talking about yeah. the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I think one through twelve, Denver. or maybe fourteen, fifteen. The Sixers have the deepest team in the NBA. Right? Oh, you, you think they're the deepest team, Keith? I do. Ooh. I do. I do. 
I do. <laughs> and here's the reason why. Now look, look at this. So you got so here. Okay, so we all thought Pat Brev was old, right? Old, mm-hmm. old. and he is. He is, but he's, he's not he's, done. But he's not done. He's grimy. You look at Nicholas Batum. I like you know what you can make a case for him starting, right? A, a serious case mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. You know, then you got you have Cub. Cub it could be a starter too, right? Mm-hmm. Then then I mean let, let's just say this. We go all the way down the bench, and and I'ma say Marcus Morris couldn't get any burn last night. But Marcus Morris, you know, he he's a little older. He's like 34, 32, or 34. Yeah. But you still know he can give you a bucket. You know right. that. He, and he we'll, didn't get and we'll see him. We'll see him. We'll see him. I mean, he didn't get anything. And then, you know, Jaden Springer is approved. I just think that they're they're deep, man. I think they are. Yeah. I mean, and, and like they don't even have it figured out yet. Like, like, you know, this starting lineup of Kelly Oubre, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, DeAnthony Melton, and Tyrese Maxey, like I kind of think that it's going to be different soon. I mean, DeAnthony Melton is a good guard. I like him. He's struggling mightily right, right now, but he but he's a good player. You know yeah. what I mean? For what he is. You know, but the thing is, it's like you say to yourself, if I take him out of the starting lineup, what is he going to provide for me coming off the bench that these yeah. other guys don't? Yeah. So sometimes it's best just starting him. You know what I mean? And so – you, you know, and that's not a knock on him. It's just that he's just, you know, a, a defensive-minded guard. But when you want to come in, bring somebody off the, limp, off the bench, you want somebody that's going to just bring an in instant offense mm-hmm. or who's going to be a long, a long athletic defender. Right. right? And, and so you look at them. So I do think they're deep, man. I do. I do think they're deep. Now, again, I don't know what this means moving forward in the grand scheme of things. But I will say that, you know, they opened up my eyes and it opened up a lot of people's eyes. Because, like, mm-hmm. let's face it, man. Yeah, they 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 lost to the the Milwaukee Bucks in the season opener, but then the Milwaukee Bucks got got boat raced by the uh, the Hawks and yeah. they got boat raced by the Toronto Raptors, right? And there so was some questionable cause in that loss, Keith. What to who against the Sixers? Oh yeah, it was it was, but at the same time they lost. So you thinking like, but they lost to a team that got boat raced yeah. by, by two other teams, right? So mm-hmm. you're like, all right, well maybe Milwaukee might not be that good as right. good as we thought. And then and then and then you know they played, like you said, they played the Washington Wizards, they played the Raptors twice, mm-hmm. you know they played the Portland Trailblazers, they played the Phoenix Suns without two of the best players, right? right. Right. So so then they come here and you're looking at it like, okay, we're finally going to see what they can do. And did they and did they look as good as they normally do at all times? Not at all times. But I tell you, they were down eleven points early in the first half and can't and had a fifteen point lead late. So yeah. you know what I mean? So you gotta give them some credit. You know what I mean? Like they're a good team. They gotta work on closing out against elite team. They got to do better ball handling at times, you know, when the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this says a lot about them moving forward. I do, I do. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Now, let's you, talk about. Let's, can we talk about the Jace case real quick? Okay. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. 
All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. You know, and its message is don't be court unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication and ongoing consultant care, right? So what you need to do is you just go to jacemedical.com and, and get the Jace case, right? J-A-S-E medical.com. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. So Mitch, we, we keep talking about Maxim. Mm-hmm. And it's only it's only seven games. But I don't really see I know it's a start. And do you think he's right? Do you think he's like all-star worthy right now? Um, after seven games, I do. Um, you know, the true test will be, you know, can he man- maintain it? Um, I think that he can. I don't think that he will average be averaging 30 at the All-Star break. Um, I, I think he will be north of 24. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think he can. And, and, again, you know, it, it may get political down the stretch. But, you know, one thing I'm noticing about the coverage of the 76ers is, is that other people are starting to take note. Um, you know, in, in, in your colleagues in the media are starting to take note that this team is good. This team is playing a lot better. This team's playing a lot better under Nick Nurse than we expected them to play. Um, and and I, I don't think anybody expected uh, – well, I, I think we did expect Maxi to take a step forward. And um, I, I think he I, – I just – they just look happier. They look like they have removed something – it was hanging over their heads, and, and let's be let's be quite honest. It was, you know, from what I, from what I gather, they, they James wasn't disliked in the locker room, but he was an aging superstar um, who saw who didn't. I don't think he viewed himself as the aging superstar that he is. I don't think he acknowledges in his mind that he's no longer that player that was, you know, Charles Barkley once said was a better scorer than Michael Jordan, which I thought was crazy. Um, but that's for another podcast. So I do think that, um, like, like I said, I, I said 24. I, I expect Maxi to average north of 24 points per game, anywhere between six, maybe maybe seven assists per game. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to deny him. And I think that he's, he's an X factor. You know, because we know what Joel's going to give him. As long as Joel stays healthy, we know what Joel's going to give them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I would be shocked if he doesn't get and get something. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some type of accolade. But again, it's still early. And I remember last year he dropped. He 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 was doing damage last year, but then he got injured. Remember? Right. And, and once he got injured, I feel like That's that kind of like messed messed things up for him. But you know, when you look at it. You, you have to say to yourself that he is playing well now. You have to remind yourself that it also, what, this is seven, seven out of 82. And if they make it to yeah. the, to the, um, 
the play-in tournament championship that will be playing 83. So, you know, it's one of those things where you say, hold your horses, hold your horses. But I tell you, we talk about people nationally. It's funny when reporters come in from different cities mm-hmm. to cover these stories and the athletic has been sending a lot here, right? They all rave over Maxi. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's one of those things they say, wow, this guy, you know, he, uh, you know, we know he can, he wants to run an offense, but man, can he score the ball? Man, can no one stop him? I mean, they're all right. And we're talking about people who've been in the business for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Hall of Fame type reporters. You know, they all are raving over, over Maxi. Yeah. And, and you know what, Keith? I mean, he's, we all knew he was fast. Um, but my God, I think he's about the fastest player in the league right now. I, I mean, you know, he's from end to end. And, and, and that was part of, the question of whether or not he would be able to handle duties on the point, because sometimes it seems like his mind and his body are racing, his, his mind's racing ahead of his body, which is hard to imagine. Um, but now they seem to have, to have leveled off where the mind and the body are doing the same. And they, they're, in, they're in agreement on what they're doing. So, um, you know, he, he's just, the, the Sixers made a great pick with that pick. That's all you can say, you know, to get him in the twenties, uh, he's clearly he's clearly outplayed his contract, um, and, and they're going to have to reward him to keep him around. And and I'm, I think they're obviously going to be going to be committed to keeping him around. I agree. I agree. Well, look, y'all. We want to thank y'all for listening today. We we want to let you guys know that you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts from, and it's free and available, right? So it's free and available wherever you get your podcast from, right? Tomorrow's show, we're going to break down the play-in game, right? Not the play-in, the, the end-season tournament. I keep saying play-in, like, oh, Lord, because it's the end-season tournament. So I'm still trying to I'm, figure out how it works. That's, yeah. <laughs> we're going to see. I'm a, Tomorrow night, I'm going to be in Detroit. Like, I might need some sunglasses because that court is probably going to hurt my eye, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> ugly. Be ugly, but uh, yeah, we're gonna go there. The, the Sixers play the Pistons in the first one um, to get it kicked off, and then the next one is gonna be Tuesday. Then they have one on Friday. So yeah, we're gonna hand I mean, handle that. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. We're gonna advance it, and uh, but I want y'all to know y'all can get this podcast, but you can also go to our YouTube channel. If you go to our YouTube channel, make sure you click on the Liberty Bell. Right. Once you click on the Liberty Bell, you become a new subscriber and you get notifications. And if you hate us, if you matter how you feel, leave a comment. How could you hate these faces? Huh? How could you hate these faces? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Y'all don't hate this, do (laughs) y'all? Like, nah, nah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. But please, I want we want y'all to have a great day. Um, have a blessed day. And um, come back to us later. And, uh, again, we'll talk tomorrow about the play-in tournament. Try to break it down for some of y'all who really don't have an idea of what's going on and what's at stake, right? So, peace. Peace.